first episode of Bible Talk with Omar, and today I am with the host of Conversation with Roki. Thank you for being my first guest in my first podcast show. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm excited to be here, actually. So uh, today, Roki will be um, discussing, and will be reading and discussing Genesis chapter one, and um, first of all, is the account of creation. So, Rookie, we are starting like with yours. We are starting with the first chapter of the Bible, Genesis chapter one. And I always remember you always um, talk about Genesis. Like, if you want to know the root of a problem, if you want to know something, start from the Genesis. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for having me. Actually, it's been a long time coming. Just yes. trying to be able to get here and record together. Um, I love Genesis. I think Genesis is maybe one of my favorite books. I, I won't say my favorite. I don't know what my favorite is, but like, I love Genesis a lot because of um, just how insightful it is. You know, like when you read through the progression of God's work with man, of the creation mm-hmm. account, and you know, we're going to be getting into that. So, do I start by reading? Yeah, you can start. Okay, so yeah. So, um, I'm going to read. A little bit, and then you can stop me wherever you want me to, like, just stop and we can talk about that. Sure. In the um, Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And then he separated the light from the darkness and God called the light day and the darkness night and evening passed and morning came marking the first day. Wow. So when you, um, from verse two, when, um, the Bible said the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. Whenever you think of formless and, and empty, what do you imagine like I'm, I always try to imagine what it looks like then mm. um I mean when I I, I only it, I just imagine the description right it says mm-hmm. I just imagine like you know just empty space like with just water the way I imagine and it, dark same yeah the way I imagine it you know from the movies or from the TV when we see when they give us a picture of the galaxy and they say that there is no gravity there. It's just you flowing and it's all dark. Mm. I think that's the way I imagine it. I mean, why would you think there's no gravity, though? <laughs> I mean, don't you think the earth was made? Because in the beginning, God created the heavens yeah, and the earth, earth. And there should have been gravity there. Is it not when God created the earth, then the gravity came? Yeah. So, so But then, so that's what I'm saying. Like, when you get to verse 2, two. and this is an interesting, you know, fact about mm. this. Because everything God's everything God creates is beautiful and perfect. And so in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth full stop. I always wondered why is that like a full sentence? Right. It feels like it's half. Yeah. It's not complete. It's not that it feels like it's not complete. It feels like it's complete, but there's a lot of the story hidden inside those words. Wow. You know, it's like saying, oh, you know, like Jesus came and he died. Ah, but so, so much, much happened. happened or you know or just saying jesus came he died and he's alive but there's so, so much, much in those few words right yeah. and that's what i find you know quite interesting about uh okay and that's what i find interesting about this you know because how did the earth become formless and you Boy. know empty and with darkness you know um and there's the there's actually like you know school of thought that says like something happened in between yes right the story is not like just there's something that happened in between and this was sort of like a recreation and one of the things i'm excited to really talk about is what did god create and what was made because there's a difference between what was created and what was made for instance, yeah, for instance, light wasn't created here because God is light. Yes, yes. 
right that's why he said let gap light mm -hmm. there was no creation there was no making of it there was no making of it he literally spoke light into being mm -hmm. and so if we're using that imagination from the formless water everywhere darkness suddenly there's light that's remarkable and i think it's, it's quite it's then, quite interesting then the the uh, i might be going off topic but they create the the word before the creation do you think there was light i think so because light god is light, light right and it yeah. was that he introduced light into that situation and that's what we do in our world mm -hmm. whenever there's darkness anywhere we say in the name of the lord jesus, jesus. we're bringing forth light so god you know th there was judgment right and and the earth was formless and empty and darkness and when god comes the first thing he creates is light or the, not creates but the first thing he introduces is light, light into darkness yeah. it shows you god's relationship with darkness wow when God moves into a place, darkness moves, moves out. out. That's that's powerful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, growing up, they always say when when there is light, the the darkness the darkness bounds. Like it, it can yep. never. They don't coexist at all. They don't. So wow, this is this is insightful yeah. and interesting. And the last one I want to point out is sure. how, you know, I'm going to point out something more, but I think it's interesting that it says, "And evening passed, and morning came, came. and that was the first day." God sees evening to morning as day but in our calendar we see morning to n evening as, as day. day but then you know evening uh -uh. yeah because god sees it as a progression of darkness to lights god doesn't oh, move from light, light to, to dark darkness. that's oh, why the okay. evening and the, and morning, the morning are the first day I think, yeah, because it's there. You can't, you, you know, you can't just like ignore that. Yes. So it shows you the way that God even thinks in this. And I want to, I want to even say like, maybe we'll get a, a point where we'll say that though, but let, let's continue. <laughs> this is so, I'm really learning a lot, a yeah. lot from you. Praise God. <laughs> oh my God. So, okay, let me continue from verse six. Then God said, let there be a space between the waters. To separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. Mm. God made the space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky. Mm. And evening passed and morning came, making the second day. Mm -hmm. So like that part, let there be a space between the waters. So um, the space is called the sky. So did you like do you think that the sky and the water were like almost together or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean it was formless and it was void. void. So, so you can imagine formless and void. Like I don't know what you imagine it as. But <laughs> what what I find interesting here is and, and I said this when you said about imagination, mm -hmm. I think the Bible says that the spirit of God hovered over the surface. Like he yes. took his time. Yes. There was like a period of incubation where he was thinking, what am I going to do about this? And I'm thinking about like, because we always want to be able to read the scriptures for what they are. Uh. But we always want to know, how does this bless me? How does this mm -hmm. pertain to me? And I'm thinking, this isn't quite different from the situation with um, in the book of Ezekiel, yes. with, in the Valley of Dry, dry bones. bones. There's a situation, the bones are dead. Like, you know, and God begins to tell him what to say. Remember that God was the one that created the earth. Mm. So he knows how to turn formless, void, right. dark situations around. That we can't even start imagining how the earth was so formless. Exactly. Like we can't even picture it. Yes. But he began to, it was with his words. Because I'm, I'm here trying to picture how the sky and the waters we would have been. Yeah, like we're so used to having a space between the cloud and between the waters on the... To think that it wasn't like, like that. that. Wow. I can't picture it. I can't imagine enough of it. Like God, God And that's the beauty of creation. Like, you know, I, I was telling my parents, like my parents grew up in a time where there was, you know, they didn't have a fridge. Oh, wow. Imagine not having a fridge in your house. And so just like our father, we're creators. Mm -hmm. And so we we'll create a world where, you know, our children would be like, wow, so I didn't, I didn't know that, you know, there was a time where people didn't go to church. Like, oh yeah, there were times where people, now everybody in the world goes to church. Everybody in the world loves Love God. God. Yeah, that's, yeah. Imagine telling the kids of these days, there was a time people don't have phones. Right. Have I mean, phones. you can't really, I mean, I can't imagine it because I, I yeah. you know, I was, I was really young then. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was, I remember like, I was talking to my, um, 
bus and she was like, you know, she went somewhere. Oh, that she someone invited her for a dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she went for the dinner and it was actually lunch. Right, like, because she, she was like, Thanksgiving dinner happens like in the afternoon ish. Yes, yeah. Yes. So I was like, wait, why didn't you just text the person? And she was like, I was like, but that was when she was in college oh. and she was really young. There was no text message. Oh, okay. The person that yeah. came to mind was supposed to text the Exactly. Person, there was no phone. Right. Okay. So yeah. that's, that's really like, it's, yeah, it's impactful. The it is. Creative it is. ability of God. Yes. And I, and I think that's what we should start using. Like, if, there are some certain things that doesn't look right right to you you are able to create it with your words yeah you know we have that power of god so why can't we do it so if we do you want to go for that um, yeah our uh is it, we're nine now yeah, right nine, yeah yeah and then god said let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so dry ground may appear and that is what happened. I love that part so much. That, that says, and happened. that is what happened. That is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the water seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation and every sort of seed bearing plant and trees that grow seed bearing mm-hmm. fruit. These seeds would then produce the kind of plants and trees mm-hmm. from which they came. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Wow. God makes things that continue wow you know and so when, when people say oh you know the world is some sort of uh what's the word now serendipitous event it mm-hmm. just happened no because the same way that god created plants then he gave them something in them that will make yeah, them recreate yes. more is that same god that made our dna because the dna is able to replicate and so it shows you the design of God that when he makes something, he wants it to be able to continue in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Like our heart doesn't stop beating from the day it starts. Mm-hmm. And if it does, then there's a problem. Wow. So it's, it's amazing. It says these seeds will then produce the kind of plants and trees from which they came from. It tells you that God is like, God is always thinking continuity. I mean, I can go on and on and on, but let me keep reading. He, and that is what happened. He's the best planner. He is. The land produced vegetation. You know, before we came on, we were talking about systems. Yes. Thinking about how, like, things operate and, you know. And when people say, oh, you know, what the, the kind of world that we live in, it's because God is not, like, you know, necessarily in charge of it. Yeah. And if God was, we would see the difference. But uh, I may have opened up another conversation that one already for us. So. <laughs> we, can, we can put it in there. <laughs> we can put it in there because I feel like that's one That's of a the question things. that people have, yeah. Yes, a lot of people have that question and they don't really get the answer that they are supposed to get. Mm. So this is, yeah, maybe, we, should, maybe we, should, we can get into it later. Yeah. It says, and the land produced vegetations all sort of seed-bearing plants and trees with seed-bearing fruit and their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind and God saw, saw that, that it was, it was good. good and the evening passed and morning came, came marking the third day I feel like I feel like clapping like <laughs> you know I'm like God and you know what's so interesting is like when you actually pause and read Genesis like because when you start every year so I'm going to read the Bible, the Bible in one year so you start Genesis, but then you skip through these things. Yes. But it's so like this alone, I feel like, you know, there's just so much wealth inside. And the story of the creation is something that growing up, they always tell us, oh, you have to know the first day light, the second day water, the third day plant. It wasn't really deeply explained mm. why we should know this. Mm. You know, yes, God created all these things. Why? How? What are we using it? for mm. how is it imparting us not knowing like yes god did everything and with everything he did we can actually recreate all mm. everything we can recreate our situation yeah it's not just by you know cramming or just can i add something sure you say we can recreate our situation but we can also program that's yes. what god was programming and yes. I, I don't know much yes. about programming but this is programming at its best mm-hmm. so let's say you're in a situation that's really bad and it's like oh you know in the name of jesus i you know i turned the situation around for my good and then you say and from today on this is what, what will begin what to happen so god didn't just like and, and i'm thinking like god is make he, he first of all he, he dealt with the problem of water yeah he's arranged that's what you first yes. see he arranged the water that was everywhere filled with water formless and void he separates them then he says okay water you stay by yourself land appear 
Then from there, he now decides, you know what? I'm going to make this land produce good things. This is what is going to come forth from from this land. Realize that he's not creating these things. He's calling them forth. That's remarkable. You know? And then now he starts like beautifying this world. Not only is he changing, because sometimes our immediate response is to want to change the situation or maybe stop what's going on. But we can stop it. We can beautify it. And then we can program it for to continuously be beautiful and wonderful and so you program your life and say from this moment on this is the kind of life i'll live i'll always live a life of glory i'll always live a life of abundance i'll always live a life of joy and happiness and you've programmed it and you find joy continuing to multiply in in everything that you do yeah i also notice how organized god is very like from light because you know god is a god of light if the the if, let me just assume because you know this christianity is not is not a life of assumption but let me just assume just to just for people to get this picture imagine the first day was water mm-hmm. and this uh and the second day was land without the light mm. in makes sense mm. light came first mm. and with the light it was like there yeah. was no clarity yeah, yeah. then he started dividing things he started beautifying things right. and, you know calling forth water calling for land right, right. and you know was actually i've never seen this before up until now so I, wow. that's one thing I, yeah wow but, but then but then that, there's something i even wanted to point out that i've never actually thought about mm-hmm. why did god do it in different days why didn't he just do it at once i never thought of that too. <laughs> like i've never had to ask this question before i just saw it now like because he he can right like he's an all-powerful god but what, like why did he have to wait? Because the Bible, mind you, and I always say this, like this is my like understanding of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I, I read this in a book by, um, I forget his name now, but it's called The Glory Within, um, Corey Russell. Oh, wow. And he says something. He says, there's no word in the Bible that's a space filler. No, 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 there's no word. Every punctuation, every word is meant to be there. There's nothing that was just there to fill space. Because think about it. The Bible says that if all the miracles of Jesus were done, mm-hmm. were, were recorded, there would not be enough books in the world it does, it didn't, to, record it. to record it. It wouldn't be enough, right? So in the same way, when I read this, why did God, in all that was happening there, God decided to tell us that evening passed and morning, no came, morning came, marking the third day, marking the fourth day, marking... Why was that? I don't know the answer to that, but I'm just asking. (laughs) I don't know. the. I think a part of me is thinking, was he trying to show us process? Was he trying to show us like there's timing for things? Was was, Was he trying to teach us that you can change your situation, but it may take a while? Maybe that's what he was showing. I don't know, but I'm, I'm wondering. And this is how I love to read my Bible. I, I love to read my Bible and ask questions. Because when I ask questions, like, I may not get it right here. Yes. But like two weeks from now, the Lord will just begin to download and share with me. Or maybe in a message, I'm listening to a sermon and I receive the answer. But I think it's so instructive that God took his time. Like he created this and he just let the day pass and everything. And then the next day he said, oh, I'm going to work on this now. That's about planning and like programming and, you know, project management at, at, I mean, at its best. Yeah. At its like, best. Thinking about it, you know, I don't know the answer. Yeah. But you know, what was coming to my thoughts is like um timing is involved. Mm. There's time for everything. Yeah. You know, that is why um as human we actually need to take that time to, you know, pro- plan our process. Yeah. We need to plan it very well. We don't have to work twenty four hours round the clock because God did not even do it. That's true. <laughs> that's it. That's true. And when he was done, he rested he on the seventh on the seventh day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know on the seventh day with the day and age like seven days on saturday and we go to church on sunday mm-hmm. so why can't we do that mm. yeah oh that is I, I, and i, I think have to start taking you know, that no and i think you know what i'm even thinking i'm thinking all of this came from when he was hovering over the surface okay. because it was first of all that time of meditation mm-hmm. that time of brooding that he knew which one would come before which mm-hmm. You know, and so sometimes we, we're about to, I don't know, maybe you're going to hear this in the new year, but we're about to start a new year or you're in the new year and the, people just want to plunge in. But what if you took like the first maybe week or two or month to just plan and meditate 
like you find that the things you would do would be much more smarter than just rushing, rushing into work. In. Yeah. making that new year resolution without planning. I did not see this conversation going this way, but <laughs> me too. It was very interesting. Yes. Uh okay, now verse 14. Um that's the fourth day. Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signed to mark the seasons, day and years. Let this light in the sky shine down on earth. And that is what happened. Do you want me to pause or do you want me no, to No, go on. Okay, then verse 16. God made two great lights. The larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. Even at night, it's not dark. Mm. He also made the stars. God set this light in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, making the fourth do you know what i find remarkable about this and the holy spirit opened my eyes to this a few years ago i'm reading this and i'm thinking god said let lights appear in the sky so this is where he's creating the sun Mm -hmm. the moon and the stars but there was always lights before like remember the first thing he made was or the first thing he said let there be light so what was that light now I'm thinking the evening past the uh, evening, past. yeah. So so there was evening and morning, morning, right? But then you come here, and he's now making the sun, sun and the moon, moon and the stars and the stars, and he says, "Let the, let them be signs to mark the seasons, the days and the years." And I, I say this because don't you? Don't you find it remarkable that there was already lights right. and he saw that it was beautiful. That's what the Bible says. He saw that it was good. So what was that light? And who was that light? Actually. Who? Right? And when we get to John, the Bible tells us of that light. That was Jesus, right? Yes. That was the word. Not necessarily Jesus there physically, but that was the word. word. And scientists say that, oh, the sun... Yeah, the scientists say that the sun powers the earth, but we can read in the Bible and know that the earth isn't powered by the sun. The light of the world. Who's the light of the world? Like, there was always light before the sun and the moon and the stars were made. That's like, that blew my mind. Now I'm thinking, so when the Bible, because first of all, when the Bible said evening came and morning passed, yeah, evening passed and morning came. So the evening doesn't really mean our evening. Mm, Yeah, 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 yeah. It really doesn't mean our evening with the stars, with and there was no darkness in the evening. Mm. Now I'm trying to think. Right, because there was no darkness yeah. then. When he said, let there be light, darkness was taking Taken out. out. So now how And like you said, that? even in the night, there's no darkness. Right. So how did the evening and morning came to be? How was it differentiated? That's a good question. I've not actually thought about that. This is good. <laughs> I just thought about it now. But then, but then so, so does, that, does that mean that like evening and morning were not really about day, day and, and night? night. It was more about like, or is it like, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was about. Actually, <laughs> this would be a good time to like allow people giving some answers if they uh, have any. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like, do you have like maybe people can write in or you can leave a link or something? Yes, that would actually be really good for people to these, help answer. These questions that we are asking, like it needs to be like, I would definitely do something about it because it's a good question. Maybe it's a good question I need to ask my man of God, Pastor Chris Oyakilomi. <laughs> so, yeah. So, talking about... So, then... So, I feel like... Not I feel from, from the way my spirit is... Um, tell What's coming to my spirit. Now, God, maybe that evening and morning came and passed. Then, God had to, like, differentiate the um, day and night. Seasons, days, and years. Yeah. Yeah. That God really meditated a lot for him to actually plan this out. And we don't know how the evening and morning how it was measured, but hopefully someone have the you know answer to this question. Yeah, because I think it's even interesting that the 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 Bible separates evening and morning, morning. from day and night. And the scripture that comes to mind says joy comes in the morning. Mm. So that same morning is is used when it says joy comes in the morning. So I mean, one thing that is like maybe process, like it goes from evening where it may not be so like nice or where you know you're still working to morning where things become more complete because 
from evening when he's working, he's still working on it. But by morning, he has finished what he was doing. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Because there's day and night. night. And day and night, night didn't come until the lights came. Yes. But evening and morning oh, were always oh, there. Day. So I think evening and morning may be a tell for process. Yeah, it's not something physical. Right. Wow. And that's why it says joy comes in the morning. And so your morning is when you start having joy. Yes. So if you decide wow. that this is my morning, you start yeah, having joy. joy. And immediately is your morning. Everlasting. Everlasting. I have read Genesis chapter 1 so many times since I was a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> but all these things, like, it's just coming. It's yeah. just coming through. You've probably never spent this much time in Genesis chapter 1. And this, this is the thing. When I would have these Bible studies called Unfiltered Bible Study, you mm-hmm. know. And the problem was, we would want to read a chapter. But we wouldn't be able to get through seven verses. That's true. And that's when you know you're studying the word. Because you can read the word. And reading of the word is important. Because if you don't read it, you'll never get through it. At some point, I'll ask the Lord, like, God, I plan to read this chapter. And I'm still on verse four. How am I going to get... (laughs) You know, so there's there's a place for, like, studying and there's a place for reading. And I think what we're doing is studying, which is, you know kind of the idea of your of your oh, show. show yeah but anyway let's continue i think we have like well, well are we out of time i think we should continue maybe the least i will just divide this um okay episode into two all right yes because right. i'm not about to miss anything for time <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah verse 20 okay and then god said let the water swarm with fish and other life and let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water, every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. You know, I don't know if you ever heard this, like the chicken and the egg, which one comes first? The chicken. The chicken. The chicken. Because we're seeing it here that God made the birds. And then he said, let them produce. So I don't know why that's a question. Question. If people would read their Bible, they would know the answer to that question. um, Because chicken is bread, right? Yes. Funny enough, I got this answer like two months ago when I went back to study my Genesis. Mm. Just two months ago. Mm. Just two months ago. So that shouldn't be an argument anymore. Yeah. Then verse 22. And God says, um, verse 22, Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, multiply, and let the fish fill the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, it's amazing that these, even in our like interaction with animals, we know that they hear. Mm-hmm. With dogs, we know that they hear. And not just that they hear, but they respond to that. So imagine being a bird, and the first thing you hear is a blessing. God is so kind. Right? Like, God literally, and even humans, when God made Adam, the first thing he says is a blessing. blessing. Wow. I just find that amazing. You know, you know, there is this saying, I know, it's not in the, it's not in saying, I think it's in the scripture where, you know, they ask, who feeds the bird? Mm. No one. It's him. God. Yeah, it's God. Yeah. Wow. Because those are his creatures. Like, wow. you can't take care of, you know, them more than God. More than God. The way if God God takes care, takes care of you more than you take care of yourself. That's true. It's just for us to know that and for us to have to that. acknowledge that. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you don't acknowledge it, then you might not know it. Exactly, and live in the full blessing of it. And then it says, "An evening passed, and morning came, marking the fifth day." It seemed like every time something good was happening, morning would come. You know, it would always flow together. Do you want to read twenty-four? Should I take it? Oh, let me read it. Okay. Then God said, "Let the earth produce every sort of animals." So the fifth day was birds, sea creatures. Mm-hmm. Then, um, the sixth day. That's for the earth. The earth, the land too, sort of animal. Um, each producing offspring of the same kind livestock small livestock small animals that squirrel around the ground the wild animals and that is what happened mm. so i'm well, the, let the earth produce so he said all the things he didn't yeah. create yeah he didn't create he, he said let create. the earth produce and and that is what happened god mm. made all sorts of wild animals livestock and small animals each each able to produce offspring of the same kind and god saw that it was good wow. um verse 26 
should i continue yeah please god said let us make human beings in our own image to be like us wow this one is special make yeah let's make and you know the other ones he called them for but for man he says let us make he called for dogs he called for animals he called for wild all these creatures then why are we afraid of them we shouldn't be. Yes, we shouldn't be. I, I mean, I have a, I have a theory, but I'll keep my theory to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have you a theory. No, I do want to say it, but it will open up a very um, interesting kind of decision. I feel like there is so many conversations that have been opened up because, already. Because, oh yeah, I mean, I keep opening up conversations. <laughs> That's just how my my mind fires in like multiple directions at the same time. But I was thinking about this, right? And this is before the down where God, you know, makes man and, um, you know. Tells him to take care of, you know, mm-hmm. if you haven't ever read Genesis before, that's what happens. <laughs> um, so God tells man to like basically be a guardian over the world. And God tells man, he says, name the animals. Mm. That's amazing. Like God makes birds and he makes, and imagine like there's chicken and there's all these kind of birds and none of them have names. Yes. They are just different kinds. And then God tells man, he says, whatever you name them is what I'll call them. So the only reason God says lion is because Adam maybe. called it lion. But I'm thinking maybe they spoke different languages. <laughs> I mean, whatever it is, right? Yeah. But whatever we call it, we all call it something, something, right? So, and again, I mean, so so the the the, the thing to me that was that was really interesting was man is out here naming lions mm-hmm. and dragons and T-Rexes and all these kinds of animals, animals. and they don't kill him. <laughs> like they're all living in peace and harmony in one house <laughs> or one garden in yeah they're just all living together and that shows you the beauty of god now when sin comes into the world Lord, what happens changes. everything is turned around itself it's everything god didn't design mosquitoes to kill us do you realize that god didn't design any of his creatures because mosquito kills people right when people get mos- bitten by mosquitoes they get the virus and you can Someone can die of malaria, malaria. if they're not That's treated. True. God didn't design That's his true. creatures to destroy themselves. That is a result of the introduction of sin. And the thing about sin is we think of sin as, oh, yes, yeah, sin, you know, destroyed Adam, right? That was the fall of Adam. But sin also destroyed the world. And mm-hmm. that's why when Jesus comes, he says, go preach this gospel of salvation to every creature. It doesn't say to every human. Mm-hmm. Because God knew the, crea- the, the creation he made. And now he says, this gospel is what will save my creation. Preach it to every creature. When, the- when sin is in a place, there's so much evil and violence. And the walls literally feel it. The land feels it. Everywhere feels it. When righteousness is in a place, even the walls will tell of the righteousness. Mm-hmm. You know, um... Interesting. I don't know if this is touting my own horn. I don't know if this is true. I don't know if, what it means. But I think someone had come to us and said, ah, I feel like someone has been praying in this place. You ever enter wow. a place and you feel, when you enter a church, yes. I mean, even when you, I mean, when we go for our yearly conferences at the uh, Christ Embassy right. campus, it's different. Yes. Something is different about that place. Yes. So if we can feel that in the, in the house that we, what more when sin entered into the world now the lion goes after his own brother the antelope right now this person is trying to kill that person these animals it first started with man it's not supposed to be that way and in fact the animals weren't supposed to eat each other the bible says if you read it and it says and god gave to them all the plants and all the lands and, and, to, and, and that was what they were supposed to, you know, if we go down to 28, it says, then God blessed them and said, be, be fruitful and multiply and govern and reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, you know, and it says 30. And I have given every green, green plant as food for all the wild animals. Do you see that God gave every green every plant as, as in 30 as food for the wild animals so when did wild animals start eating other animals we say carnivores and herbivores right yeah but it's not supposed to be that way. yeah i never thought of this like this they, <laughs> they, i think the fact that you know when you said we sh- um of course um, jesus said we should preach the salvation the gospel to all creatures i think that 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 
part is different for me now because mm. even we are supposed to be talking to the animals we are and, and the trees we, and the yeah. land and the sand we're talking every because remember that god cursed the ground yeah when yeah. we were not ever meant to labor we and and that's why someone said oh you know um what was your dream job and say i don't dream i don't fantasize <laughs> about labor because it's unnatural to us look at what happened during the pandemic when when the pandemic happened and there was lockdown over the world guess what people started quitting their jobs oh. in mass because they realized that this is not what i was made for they started pursuing their passion some went into gardening some opened businesses things that brought them joy because we were not made to labor every time you go to work and you go you sit down and you're tired. It's tired. not every time you feel tired, you're doing something your body shouldn't, right? Really be doing, you know. And so God made us to care for the land, to care for the animals, to to be fruitful, to multiply. And I think it was interesting. And every time you see someone wanting dominion over people, mm-hmm. it's satanic yes. because God didn't make us to dominate mm-hmm. each other. He made us to dominate the world. And the cre- and the cre- yeah because if we dominate each other it's not what God told us to do so you can be in your in your house dominating in your area of influence say you're in tech you can dominate in tech you're not to dominate other people so when you see someone wanting domination that's satanic it's not of God the Bible even says that those of us who are Christians we should esteem one another above ourselves every time I read that I just say God help me. Like, I should look at you more highly than I look at myself. And it's not what everyone can do to you. No, but except you have the Spirit of God inside of you, you're not going to be able to do it. You know, as, as, as you always say, if you, if you think of anything, if you are worrying of, if you are worried about anything, start from the Genesis, because just this Genesis. Just this Genesis alone, we've dealt with all the problems of the world. world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like. I'm, I'm even. And like, answered questions that people have not been able to. And even asking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is this is huge. Where where did we even stop? I think we stopped at the the um uh, the twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Twenty seventh. Yeah. So God created human beings in His own image. In the image of God, He created them, mm. male and female. He created them. Yeah. So here, um, God here it says male and female. Do you think the Bible skipped? Cause, cause then in in chapter two, it, God created a woman. So what do you think? Why? Why do you think Genesis chapter one recorded male and female in in this? I have a very in- interesting um theory for that. I was having interesting. <laughs> Go on, feel free. No, but so so here's the thing though, and you find really amazing. Mm-hmm. In Genesis chapter one verse twenty seven, God created. It says He created. created. In the first part, He says, "Let us make." make. Then He comes to twenty seven. I mean, I find this all very interesting because they're significant. And then God now took on the process of creating humans in his own image and in the image of god he created them male and female he created so when what what it says here is that god had humans in mind and what he actually created was male and And female female. but you don't hear about anybody until genesis chapter two so it tells you that when we're talking about creation i'm talking about physicality of creation what are we talking about? Like, where were they? They were in God. So when you create something, just because you can't see it, doesn't mean you haven't created it. Wow. Wow, because I'm trying to imagine it, and I can't see it. Like, you created this podcast before we ever sat down here. Yes. Oh. And if oh. you've not yet created it, you'll never see it. Oh. I, I can. Like, this moment had already happened in your mind. mind. Before we ever sat down. And so in Genesis chapter 2, when God starts to form man, Mm -hmm. form the man he created, he first made man. And then, of course, he made woman woman. from man, right? And I think it's interesting because man, if you you know science, man is XY and woman is XX. I'm not a biology student, but I think... Yeah, the chromosomes, right? (laughs) And I'm a scientist, right? I'm a biochemist. And so man is XY. Right, and from that X Y, God took out X. So woman is X X. It's math. It's really just math. It's math. <laughs> and so you can't have one without the, the other. other. But one of them had two. 
So God started with the one that had X and Y to bring out the one that has X alone. Wow. And wow. so for any man, you would never get your ex without your mother. And you can only get your Y from your father. And so you see that God created milk. That was his design. It was his plan. And it's so beautiful. And it is beautiful. It is. We don't have we don't have no right to change it. We don't. We don't. We don't <laughs> God. have right to change it. Praise God. Oh. I mean, the thing about changing is, if you if you change it, it just wouldn't work, work the, way the way it's supposed the to right work. one is supposed to work. Yes, and it's just the wrong path. Then, uh, verse twenty eight. Then God blessed them and said, "Be fruitful and multi multiply, fill the earth and govern it." Rain over the fish in the sea and birds in the sky and all the animals that scroll are long along the ground. Right. And notice how God said rain who to rain over? Us, man. Right. Man. And who would rain and then what they would rain over. over. It didn't say rain over below, other people, below, right? Below, yeah. Man. It says be fruitful and multiply. And so when I start hearing about population control <laughs> I'm thinking when God said be fruitful and multiply, I think that God, do you know that there's a huge, I don't want to say the actual figures in case I get fact checked, mm -hmm. but there is at least over 30% of the earth that is unhabited yet. Wow. And do you know that most of the land that is habited were actually filled? Like mm -hmm. if you go to certain areas, like certain cities, they were, they were water. Like they were sand filled for people to be able to live there. Oh yeah. Do you understand what I'm trying yes, to say? I so I'm trying to say when you say that there's not enough world for 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 more people to be born, first of all, who are you? Secondly, there's so much earth that is not yet habited that more people can still take that's because true. this was God's design. That's true. So why why the population control it makes no sense? I mean they say it's for all planning. I'm not I'm not even saying that, you know, have all kind just have fifty children. No. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that when you hear something that is directly contrary to, to God's word, you have to now begin to look where is it coming from? from. And when I look at the book of Genesis, God says be fruitful and multiply. multiply. And you find that in nations that are not fruitful and multiplying, they're struggling because guess what? They're having an aging population who cannot bear the do you, do you understand? They can't work. They, they, they the can't old people can't work. Can't and then the young people aren't having children. And the, it's off balance. Then they're now asking other people, families, oh, you know, these people come to, our, come to our yeah, country. come to our country to help with it. So God knew what He was doing mm -hmm. when He said, "Be fruitful and multiply." Now, the the population control, I'm not is 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 actually satanic. It is it's the way that they're satanic. going about it, not not planning your life. Because yeah, yeah if someone says, "Oh, I want two children." They have the right to say that you're fruitful. Someone says, I don't want any children. That's okay too. But to be able to, to, to force that on someone who says, I want 10. That's, that's not, that's I don't know dominating. about that. You know, that's dominating. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Rookie. Oh my God. This is wow. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, verse 29. Yeah, and then God said, oh, was it you I was reading, was it me? I think I was reading. Okay, You go can ahead. continue, you okay. can go. Okay, and then God said, look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Everything that has life. And that is what happened. Hallelujah. You know, I love how God not just made them, but God took care of them. Damn. Like God didn't, and oh man, do you know, if we know this, God is my shepherd. Ah, God, I, I shall not want. want. Because I didn't, I, I didn't, ha I didn't make myself. I didn't have the wisdom to create myself or even create the things that I need. So God realized, okay, you guys are going to need food. I've already provided it for you. That's remarkable. And that's the way we should be living. That, that is. Cause, cause sin doesn't have dominion over us now. It so. doesn't. So why do we live? Why should we live a life of begging, a life of um, always asking God, or Is begging not, God, or, begging or, God. or always being? No, God, no. God, God's intent was to provide, provide for us. us. You have to acknowledge it, then know that. That this is God's will. God's will for me is provision. God's will for me. He, God said, I've given you all of them. 
eat as much as you want. Even when they were in the wilderness and God was giving them manna. Mm-hmm. He said, take as much, much as you want. He just gave them a rule. Don't take more than you need for a day. But if you want this much, take. And the Bible says to the one who took a lot, it was enough for him. To the one who took little and said that was what he wanted, it was also enough for him. I can never live a life of I can't, enough. nah. Because I've seen... I'm not supposed it, to. Yes, in Genesis, I'm seeing that this is God's original design for me. And that's the way it's supposed to be in my life. And that's the way it, it will, will be. be. Yeah, because we're in just... In my life. Amen. And in your life, those people that yeah, are Yeah, everyone that is listening. Praise God. And Hallelujah. then God looked over all he had made and he saw so, that it yeah. was very, very good. good. And evening passed and morning what came, came making the sixth day. Wow. I think morning is always better than evening. That's one thing I'm finding. (laughs) And it's a constant progression. You know, God is even just talking to me about this, that morning and evening is a constant progression. It's it's funny. Even after the fourth day, when God created day and night, Mm -hmm. and the fifth day, sixth day... God doesn't even address day and night. Do you understand? And day and night passed and day came. He didn't didn't say that. Right. It's 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 evening and morning. That's amazing. And now going to chapter two. Yeah, we just have four more verses left. Continuation of yeah, continuation of the um, creation. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. Mm-hmm. On the seventh day, God had finished His work of creation. Wow! So He rested from all His work, and God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy. Because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. Mm. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and earth. Wow. And that like, that's everything about um, the account before you go into the man and the woman in the garden. But that's like another um, story. But then on the seventh day, God has finished his work of creation. So he rested. I think that's that part is really one of the important places that people don't get enough of because i you know in a system is as if the you know there's a system in this world like it's not work 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 work, yeah you start from school from school to college from college to work you are always doing something Mm. you are not resting why Mm. it's not how it's supposed to be I, i like they gave us that you know we have that eight hours mass work and then you are getting like another job another thing just to make sure you're paying bills there's nothing wrong with it but if you if you can get into the acknowledgement of god having to provide everything for you if you can get into into that truth that you will ha- you will realize that you have enough yeah. regardless of how much is in your bank yeah. account regardless of how much is um how much your work is paying yeah. you and, and i think you know as you're talking i'm even thinking that you shouldn't be resting if you've not worked yet. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Because God works. Yeah, because God, God works. Work. So there's a problem when you are resting and you haven't worked yet. That's true. So, so if you feel like, oh man, I was called to a life of rest. rest. Well, oh, oh, after working. I, I think we call it soft life. Yeah, so so there's this notion of soft life oh, where man. you get things, you know, and you don't do anything. No, God actually, and I'm thinking, I was thinking, so... In everything that God was creating, all he was saying was, all he was doing was speaking. Speaking. Where, where did, where, where is it? Do you understand? Like, why would you have to rest after talking? <laughs> so it's not every time you're supposed to be talking. <laughs> that, that, that's true. And then it's also like, you know, kills this idea that, oh, talk is cheap. Talk is not no, cheap. cheap. The whole world was made by talking. talking. And after talking, God realized that he had dissipated energy. And decided, you know what, I'm going to... Because that is what it is, yeah. I can't keep talking. Yeah, he rested. So, don't ever think that your words don't mean anything. Right? After a full day of talking, you can go and rest. Rest, please. You know, so you wake up in the morning, don't go to work. (laughs) Just say, say, in the name of Jesus, there's food in my fridge. In the name of Jesus, my car is fixed. (laughs) (laughs) When you're done, you can't sleep. (laughs) Four years of that work. It it will work. It It will work. (laughs) Just just to give it out, I have issues with my car and I'm like, no, I can't. I can't waste money on the mechanic because of this car. My Mm -hmm. car, you know, this happened literally last week. Are you serious? And, and yeah, it got fixed. It, it got fixed. Praise God. Yeah, I told the guys about it. 
Like Nah, that's amazing. So it does work. You have to try it. If you've not yet tried it, you're not going to know that it doesn't work, you know. So because God did it and He said He created us in His image to be like Him. Mm. So if we are like Him, then we, we do what God does. So walk and rest. Work, work and like, rest. Don't walk too much and don't rest too much. Right. <laughs> too much of everything as Right. So so good. you know, even in your life, find time to rest. Like I find people like, Oh, I just feel guilty for rest. Guilty for rest. I never I never feel I guilty. I don't I don't feel I guilty never. for rest, please. <laughs> I, I rest on my on my weekends. Right. I, I make sure I use it and I go to church on Sundays. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank I, you for having me. Just 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 is so insightful. I learned a lot. I did too. So <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've actually read this scripture a lot, and you know, but you can't read the Bible enough. You can't. And if we went back again to read it, we'll still find, find new, things. new things. Yeah. So the Bible is not old age. There, there is nothing old in or ancient about the Bible. It's always new. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So thank you so much. Stay tuned for my next episode. And thank you so much, Saruki, for this wonderful episode of Genesis chapter 1. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Hello, Bible tourists. Thank you so much for participating in today's episode. I hope it blessed you tremendously. Now... I would like to give you an opportunity if you have not made the Lord Jesus your personal Lord and Savior. What we have been talking about in this podcast is really directed with you having a personal relationship with God. I would like to invite you, yes, you, and you can say these simple prayers with me right now and mean it with all your heart. Please say this after me. Oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. I believe He died for me and God raised Him from the dead. I believe He's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. From this day, Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I am born again. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now you are born again. That is it. You are now a child of God. Yes, it is that simple. All you need to do now is to leave comments that you said this prayer or reach out to me on my Instagram so that I can connect you and help you in growing your faith and taking your relationship with God to the next level. Just like a baby is fully human, but they need to learn basic things and how to grow. That is the same thing you need to do in the kingdom of God. Welcome again to the family. Praise the Lord! So see you next time, Bible tourists with Bible Tour with Oma. Thank you so much. <laughs>